Okay, get the music folder. Do, do, do. Bring down the music to eight. Eight, that's so loud volume. Oh shoot, no! Jeez, there's a lot of, what the heck? Okay. I forgot Taylor Swift was still around. Get that off my screen. Well, you got a thing for Taylor Swift? No, it's just the news. I don't know what's happening. I don't know why she got in the news again. Mm -hmm. Probably, probably being a hoe. So it was since there was skin tight suit, so I, I didn't click on it. I was, I was kind of, I didn't never liked her. That means that I hated her, but I never. I was never one of those people who were like, oh my goodness, it's Taylor Swift. You know, I have a friend that kept... Oh, but I'm going to just warn you. I'll work. I think I hit the live button a little bit earlier. So okay. if, if, if you don't want to say anything, if there's something you don't want to say, be, bam, no. be back. Just, just let me know. I have a friend that has had a rough time with her boyfriend recently. And um, she uh, she sent me some Taylor Swift music. And it wasn't as bad as I thought it was. It was actually nothing like I thought it was. It was actually really deep. And I was surprised because I've I've always thought of Taylor Swift as like the iconic like this is terrible music musician, you know. I mean I'm pretty sure a lot of musicians are that way. I I just I'm I'm pretty sure Justin Bieber isn't all that bad, but I I I can't I can't I'm bring myself Justin Bieber is all that bad, dude. Huh? I'm pretty sure that Justin Bieber is all that bad. I wouldn't know because I haven't I haven't listened to it. Wait, have I? No, I don't think. Rebecca Black though, I have listened to some. Granted, it's more like Friday that I listened to because that was on the radio on repeat. But um, it's funny. That's not as bad as that was. Uh, granted, I think it's because I was born in the '90s, so there's probably I have some lean towards like you know I could like okay, there's some musicians who are probably popular near the end of, of a certain era and I'm like okay like I can I can at least stand them but it's like the ones after the fact I can't stand you yeah like BTS I don't listen to any of their music <laughs> or even Big Time Rush like that one like I didn't listen to them and my sister did but I never did mm -hmm. the Jonas Brothers she watched their TV show it was like a lot I think it was like there was an era, definitely, like, our years, couple years, that, you know, you could see that television was transitioning. Because it, it was happening um, to Cartoon Network at first, where you could tell they're, they're transitioning from being just cartoons to live-action shows, and I didn't like that, considering that their name was Cartoon Network, but... Um, and Nickelodeon is starting to do the same thing, too, because, like, they're not... Granted, I mean, they're, they're, there's no problem with it, because they've always been doing live-action, like, live-acted stuff, because... Uh, the uh all that was one of their things back in the day. Keenan and Kel, like they were doing a lot granted I'm also starting to see there's a lot of Dan Schneider is apparently not the guy who I thought he was, but I don't know who I thought he was. So finding out that he was a pedophile, I just like, hmm. I still like these shows. <laughs> mm hmm I, I guess for me it's like I can separate the the the, uh, the property from the person. 
I know some people can't. But yeah, like, black people are good at separating the property for the person. Okay, and whatever that or that was, we're here for anime uh, for all of season two. Um, we're, we're apparently reviewing episodes of Shaman King 25, 26, 27, and 28. Apparently, I made Jock laugh so hard that he is trying to recuperate. Oh my god. This is why you're the best, Jeremy. I had to move the topic off of there because it was going to eventually. I guess devolve into something else. I'm not sure what it's going to devolve into. I was just saying that. I was just saying a nice thing. That's all. Hey, question on your notes. I see that um on this page where you have people's names and notes. Uh, there's yeah. a Shaman King two, and there's a. I know. It's, apparently, I guess this is supposed to be episode twenty five, but you moved it over. Uh, One of those that little like fragment. That's yeah. Just so I can, when I start new episodes, I can copy and paste that and use. Okay, this, this I, I didn't want to okay. have to retype it from scratch. Okay, I, I was about to remove it, but then you said you need that. I was like, okay, never mind. I'm going to leave that alone then. I'm going to leave that straight alone. Sorry. That's no, a problem. I, I thought maybe it was a mistype, but I, I didn't touch it, so it's still there. It's just easier for me that way, that's all. That's fine, that's fine. I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. Don't believe him. Okay, uh... We had a little bit of break. Life kind of uh, hit us. Well, life hit Jock in the face mm -hmm. so real quick before we move on these episodes not the last that something hits me in the face <laughs> well okay out of context uh our s's do, 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 do. i guess we're gonna do a little bit of the jumping in just look at the stats if there's anything if there's any change probably not to everything Change, change. Oh wow, we lost the follower. Okay, well, mm. there is a season change, change, change. What you get over there? I think so. Uh, we lost the follower apparently in amongst the all in amongst the week. Okay, is that my fault? Are you I, have, I have no idea who's what it was. Why are you blaming me for losing a follower? Did we, did we did we always have somebody or a couple people listening to us in Ireland? Specifically no. Dublin? No. That's new. Welcome our uh, United Kingdom f uh, uh, listeners. Huh. Cheerio, Jelly didn't know that route. Wait, the heck? Is that inappropriate now? Is that what you're trying to say? No, I'm just trying to figure out Quiznell in Canada? What's wrong with that? I don't know how to pronounce that. I think I just like mispronounced it. I'm pretty sure I did. Why you pronounce? Why you have a problem with Canadians? This is why we lose followers because you hate all these different people. How do you take a dip in the Gulf of Mexico? You want me to take a dip in the Gulf of Mexico? Now you're now you're having a go with the Gulf of Mexico. See, I did that I just... because. I'm just I'm saying, like, you know, if you want, don't you just want to swim in the Gulf of Mexico? That's all I'm saying. I'm trying to relate to the people in Europe. That's why I'm saying now you're having a go. I don't think that's a European saying. Now you're having a go with the the Gulf of Mexico. That doesn't sound that, European. That I don't know what that accent was, but it, it, if it was not European. Now you're having a go with me. 
not, that sounds like the UK. Okay. Sounds like Yoshida Mario, if anybody knows who that is. It's 9.49 and we haven't started talking about Shaman King yet. You're 9.49. Okay, wait a minute. I just want to check something else here. Uh, our stats have gone down, but okay, we had a... Not so great. November... Well, yeah, November stuff started. Oof. Okay. Probably no podcast November or something. Is that a thing? Do they have a thing called no podcast November? No, but there's something else with, that starts with an end that is usually November. We're not gonna talk about that right now, or actually ever. I'm not gonna let I'm not gonna let people take that sentence out of context. No internet, like no net November. We're gonna talk about episode uh, 25 <laughs> of the Shaman King. A uh, Shaman King. The episode title is the Great Um Emoji House uh, Asakura. I butchered that. Uh, the summary here is Yo confesses that Hao is not only his predecessor but also his twin brother. This shocks most of his friends while his parents remember how he failed to kill rec the recently born Hao. Yo's grandfather trained him in order to defeat on um, his twin in the future. Okay. Basically, this is an entire backstory that, well, not backstory, this is like a, we get a chance to see what happened from yeah. the scene that we saw in episode one when Hao was born. Yeah. Uh, I want to bring up here. I want to, you say you you know Yo calls him his big brother. Typically speaking, they are twins, but he was born a couple of seconds earlier. Typically, if that is the case, then usually they're the older one, even if it is just by a couple of seconds. Yeah, that's but why. Cool because like, I don't know. I really appreciate it, the way Avatar has done this. You know what I mean? That every iteration of the every reincarnation of Ava the Avatar is. You know, and gain something from its previous incarnation. Are you trying to mess with me? But that's what we're talking about, Avatar, right? The show we're talking about? No. No, we're just talking about... Okay, so... An enemy with spirit-bending powers... Comes back... Reincarnates over and over again as the same person in a different body and every reincarnation is more powerful than the previous one what at what point does this not become avatar they're dealing with dead spirits the avatar is just elements and bending magical abilities these so are different, two different here are separate things Korra goes to the spirit world and in this case they're just working with spirits that's the big difference She's not controlling or putting spirits into objects and using them to fight. Cora's not? Cora's not. She has not done that. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, I just sometimes I get a little confused about where the line is between... I feel like he just wants to get on with the whole, I guess, the, how the elements in the pentagram have uh, coincide, because I will say, when they're talking about the elements... Uh, I was thinking of at last Airbender, but I, I had a feeling that he was going to do that because he was fire. Yeah. Mhm. Mm Metal, water. Mhm. Mm but that's not true because there's no metal metal benders in Avatar. I know you're just playing with me. <laughs> The moment you said that, I literally just pictured Toph breaking into your house and what do you think I am? And then killing you. No, this is, you're right. There's nothing about this adding. 
Okay, uh, you have your episode at uh, two thirty. That episode begins. Um, basically, this entire episode is just you know uh, giving us context for Hal and his reincarnation status. Um, he's right that every time he's reincarnated, though they explain it more like a Zenkai boost. So he brings himself close to death, or in his case, he is dead. And he comes back, and as a result, his Furyoku, or his mana, is what they keep on using. I keep on seeing the term used. It keeps on going up every time his a shaman is brought near death, which is essentially a Zenkai boost. His power level goes up every time he receives a Zenkai boost. Let's just call it what it is. Again, this show was around the time where this manga got made around the time Dragon Ball Z was popular. It's okay. So there's just going to be things that uh, you know are similar, but it probably worked on work on a different basis. Uh, and Haku Black um, is uh, is not Goku. How is in a god? He's a mortal that's just constantly preventing himself from dying. Actually, not even. Goku Black wasn't really even a god either. I don't care what he said or what he thought he was. I don't even know where, I don't even know where Kai is fit on a celestial plane, but we're not going to get into that. Mm -hmm. uh, I guess we hear he explained, like the, um, the pentagram, he shows the reason why Hal survived the explosion is because apparently he turned fire to water to mm -hmm. stave off the explosion, which. I will admit, I don't still completely understand. It's like, like fire creates earth, earth creates metal, metal creates water. You only have four on here. Uh, I don't know if water creates wood or not. I'm not sure. I'm not sure they show the relationship between water and, and wood. They like, they say it's a cycle, and then they show you almost the whole cycle. And water goes to fire, fire goes to earth, earth goes to metal, metal goes to water. <laughs> There's only four things there, but a pentagram has six. So what are the other, what are the other elements? And then I was like kind of thrown by that, you know. From what I, from the way I, and I also hate the fact that he goes full metal alchemist at this point. He is constantly throwing in these random. He's filling in other animes or shows into this list. If only you guys could see this. There needs to be like a behind-the-scenes podcast at some point. It's a hit behind a paywall, but we're gonna—we're uh, not gonna deal with that. I'll deal. With, I'll see about that later. But um, but uh, yeah, the relationship to each water. I mean, some of them don't make any sense. Like water turns into fire. Like I'm guessing he has to understand. Like I mean, they say he understands how each is related to each other, which is what allows him to control all the I guess the great spirits because there's just more than the great spirit of fire. Apparently, he just took the great spirit of fire with him. Um, for the way they made it seem like he kind of took all of them, but it, it's really weird. Also, we also learned that the Great Spirit of Fire is is a piece of the Great Spirit itself, which is even more weird. Um, I didn't think that he had, the Great Spirit actually had a physical form, but I guess it makes sense if he's the is what he's what all the shaman answer to, you know, the thing that they worship. Um. It's it's a uh, really weird. You also have a like a you also have a uh, section here about the house over soul, and uh, it's also des described here that house over soul is 
eating other souls to gain more power, which I guess when Hal was born, his over his his spirit was pretty weak. And apparently, in order to speed up his recovery, its recovery, he need, he needs to be eating souls. So I'm actually gonna guess how many people actually died up to this yeah, point. It, uh, basically, it reverted to its bug form, and then uh, once it got through its bug form, it was able to eat souls. And every time it ate souls, it got closer to its perfect form. You done? You done? I'm sorry. Is this is this hitting too close to home for somebody? No, I'm just like you don't have to keep bringing things back to Dragon Ball Z. What are you talking about? I was just describing what happens here. He eats the souls, and he he gets closer to his perfect form, right? His undefeatable form. His original form is what they're doing here. This has nothing to do with like, you know what? Never mind. He constantly grows. Also, here we found that this uh, Omni no Jutsu allows him to change the nature. I guess is how he's doing it, which is still weird. I guess maybe we'll explain that as uh, time goes on. What I'm also going to do is I'm going to pull up the episode here to see if there's anything else going on in the middle of all these notes. That way I can pay attention to it. I don't remember too much of it, actually. Uh, get here. What are you looking at? Oh, that was episode 25. I just want to see if there's anything I'm skipping. That could be important to bring attention to. Oh, here's the five elements. One, two, three, four, five. I guess they just share like they like like uh. I don't know how to explain this, but I'm guessing you know fire is just it's just to water as water is to wood as wood is to, as wood is to earth and as earth is to lightning, which lightning is to fire. If like you look at it as you normally make a star in one in one like one line. You know, you never looked at pencil. Yeah, I noticed that like they use the inside of the uh, the spec the thing, but the uh, there's still yeah. five things involved. So like, what is the fifth one? We have water, fire, earth, metal. I think that yellow is lightning or something. Or is that yellow thing metal? Let's look up one of these symbols and see if there's like an article on it somewhere. So listen, that, that top point goes down to like the right corner and then the right corner goes up to the left corner. I mean to the to the yeah, left corner. Uh, then mm -hmm. the left goes to the right. I mean granted like brown to whatever that color is down there to blue to red to yellow and then back up to brown. It's... Oh wait a minute. Okay, so that that one is is how they behave in conflict. 
Okay, so that right there explains the arrows going to each one. Then they have the mutual benefit, which... Wood, brown, fire, brown. earth, metal, water. So the last one is wood. Circles in switch elements create each other. So we go from, I guess, wood to fire to metal. So I was right about wood. So water, fire, earth. I guess the tip is wood. I don't really know. But then he says metal creates water. So where the hell is... That metal must be yellow then. then. So it must be wood, fire... What's the you one know, I'm not these, using? These are the one, that's the way he described it. Water creates fire. Fire creates earth. Earth creates metal. Metal, for some reason that I will never understand, creates water. But where does wood fit in if that's what's going on? Wood must be this brown one at the very tip that I guess starts the oh, mutual... Yeah, I know, but like, what does it create and what creates it? Like, why do they all create each other except for that one? It's the whole chicken and the egg thing, which came first. Oh my god. <laughs> the cycle is which elements create each other. I'm pretty sure water creates wood then, but I don't know why... Which one, I guess which one came first is the... This is a good question. I don't know, I mean, it's an anime thing. I mean, like, the great spirit is a great spirit. He probably, it's one of those things probably he just creates it himself. Something got. Hmm? He's like, we'll do it live! Sorry. I mean, yeah, he did it live, alright. Now, I've got to be wrong about something here. I'm trying to see. Wood is born from water. Like, I mean, you, you continue. I'm just trying to. I'm looking over the episode right here, right quick, to see if there's anything. Anything relevant. I mean, horror horror was just like pretending to go beat up yo, but that's I guess nothing really relevant. Hang on. Okay, I just found a real cultural reference about it, so maybe this will help. Fire is born from wood. Land is born from fire. Metal is born from fire. Water is born from metal. Wood is born from water. Wood fights land. Land fights water. Water fights fire. Fire fights water. Metal fights wood. Well, the wood and the metal thing makes sense because metal could be taken as industrialization while wood could be taken as nature. Mm -hmm. Um. What else fights each other? Wood fights land, land fights water, water fights fire. Okay, well, fire wood fights fighting... Water. So wood... two things fight land, well, and two things fight water. No, fire and water well, fight... Well, land... Wood, wood and land... Okay. No, I'm just trying to figure out, because, like, wood and land metal fighting fights, each other. Metal fights wood. Well, yeah, we got the wood, you know, nature versus, you know, people, I guess is the best way to put that. Well, not people, but, you know... Uh, well, people in, in a way. So fire goes to wood. That's his natural destruction, then. Fire is born from wood. Yeah, natural destruction. And then what's born from fire? Metal's born from fire. That's, I guess... Water's born from metal. Huh. 
Wood is born from water. And as far as I can tell, nothing's born from land. Land could be just the very beginning of it then. Because it sounds like to me, actually, based on that circle, which is not in the correct order, but if I were to put it into my own order, um, it sounds like the complete, it sounds like the, the way the uh, the world exists, you know, creation and destruction in a very weird and un incorrect order from, from what the way I think you said everything. Uh, well, the, well the, the statement that I have here is like really all over the place. That's That's the problem. But it just, at least it has everybody on the list. That's what I'm thinking. I think it like everything exists in co in a everything exists in harmony with each other because it's just how the world works and how it stays in. Because one of the big in any in any show if we ever get down to the very basics of a lot of things, usually there's a lot of destruction and creation. You know, yin and yang, and it, it wouldn't be wrong to apply yin and yang here either. Um, you know, everything has a purpose. And, you know, once that purpose is served, I guess they move, it moves on to the next stage. Also, I guess I want to point out, too, uh, Hana brings up the fact that, well, Anna brings up the fact that uh, uh, Hao is, like, over 1,000 years old, which isn't uncommon for anime, because typically some people look a lot younger than they, than they are. Um, I will never understand that. The Master Roshi is a really weird exception to that, because he looks really old, but I think he's older than he looks. Oh yeah, he's crazy old. They tell you at some point how old he is, I just can't remember. I think they do in Dragon Ball Super. He's over 300 years old. He looks like he could be 80. Oh, well. Uh, um... Like everybody's like, you know, everybody's coming to terms, and we found that. Hmm? He's got the immortality thing going. Remember? Yeah, I know, but it's like he looks like he could be eighty, but it's like, you know, he's three hundred. Jeez. It's immortality in that. I don't. That, that is such a really interesting word people get confused with. Let's see here. Um, let's see in this episode. We, like, I'm just trying to, you know, gauge everything. I mean, they get all the information being told. I mean, Ren, as being Ren, is able to deduce everything from being told very little. Uh, it just shows, I guess, how perceptive he is. Here, here is the great spirits, like the one, uh, I guess, the uh, the great spirits, like the, the wood, the water. That yellow guy definitely looks like metal, so yellow is definitely metal then. I guess that dark brown one is supposed to be earth. Or wood. Well, I thought that light one might be wood. I have no idea. Um, we've got the fire one at the very end. Though, based on this, it, they make it seem like he, he how stole all the great spirits and combined them, and he's only really using one. Well, he ends up using two, water and fire. But that fits in, too, because fire fights water, right? I believe so. I mean, you got you you the diagram fire. up. Sorry, water fights fire, and he created water to stop fire. So it still follows that um, theology. 
Yeah, no, I understand, but it, it seemed like he stole all of them. He, I see, like he only he only ever mentioned that he went in there to steal the Great Spirit of Fire, but but he's I guess, able to transmute it. Yeah, I know. I was just saying that he, I think he must have combined them all, and he's just pulling them out when he needs them to, because he understands everything. He, he understands all. Apparently, is his thing. Yeah. How's got this like very weird like red Super Saiyan guy thing going on here with the aura? Around? <laughs> <laughs> I thought we weren't going to talk about that. Well, I mean, what's in my face? I actually had no reason. I had no. I know. I can't. I can't not. <laughs> so we get to talk about how metal alchemist now. Dang it! Why? 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 Why are you this way? Why? Why are you this <laughs> way? I was going to point out here that apparently he only burns spirits when he feels like there's no purpose behind them, and then he'll eat the ones that he wants. It's it's like I said, this, this show is getting insanely dark for like fourteen year old, thirteen year old kids fighting each other. Like, this is like this is ridiculous. I mean, it's not as dark as some other shows I've seen, but this is like this show is taking turns. I mean, at this point, I don't know what's gonna happen because the next three episodes, things happen that I was never expecting. Um, In anime, fourteen's the new nineteen anyway. You gonna tell me I'm wrong? I don't even want to think about it. Uh, then we move on to the Patch Tribe. Um, I guess I want to bring this up too. Is that uh, actually, I can use the notes here to, as I'm watching this. Um, Radim, one of the uh, Patch Tribe members, uh, you know, lets Silva know that he recorded all of. Well, he recorded most of Hal's techniques. I'm pretty sure he didn't record them all. Like he he was able to record some of them, which is kind of odd. I guess how doesn't really care. Which I mean, he shows that he doesn't really care what people know about it because he he still he still thinks he's gonna win. Which they kind of confirmed that he will still win because you know no one can stop him. Which is even crazy that they've already confirmed that he's supposed to win, but I guess the real fight won't happen after the tournament's over. It makes you wonder like how crazy the fights are gonna take are gonna be after this tournament. Uh, see, like right in here, warns Silva not to get involved. Silva wants to get involved because apparently he's a blood relative of Hal when he was a part of the Patch Tribe, which is crazy, in my opinion. Like, I guess that explains why uh, you know Silva has been acting weird. But then it makes me kind of get concerned too, because if he is a blood relative, um, and Hal is this way, then I'm actually kind of curious. Does Hal's craziness like cross blood, or is it just Hal is crazy? I mean, Yo seems pretty yin yang of him, doesn't he? What? Yo seems a, like a pretty much a yin yang of him, doesn't he? He doesn't seem like he's anything that. Like... Oh well, I mean. He's like, as pure as the other guy is corrupted. Well, I mean, Rin says that you know he's lack he lacks a lot of emotions that most people have. Uh, you know, like he brings that up that you know being being his other half, which is still kind of confusing to me. It makes me think that how is tending to eat is it tending to eat yo? Um, which I mean, it wouldn't be too far. It's a concern what he's been doing at this point. He wants he wants you know, to get stronger. Because he, he bring up, they, they bring up, right? What? Absorb him or feed his soul to his oversoul or something like that. 
I mean, something's gonna happen. I mean, they bring up, like, how brings up the fact that he's gonna let Yo live because he wants him to get stronger after he gets born. You know, train my other half to get stronger is like what he's saying, but I don't even know what other half really means in this situation because, like, if I was how, I'd be more concerned about letting my other half do what he wants. Um, because it's like, you know, there's a, there's a good chance that his other half could become, like, the thing that kills me. But then again, who knows maybe how it wants to be killed? I have no idea. I don't know what's going on in that cycle's brain. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what he's attempting to do, why he needs the Great Spirit, why he needs to become Shaman King. He seems powerful enough on his own. This isn't all just a build-up for him to become Shaman King? I mean, they make it really seem like that, you know, how it's going to become Shaman King is even Yoda confirms that no one can beat him. You know, it's just one of those things where it just, I don't know, like, it just, it, it, like, a lot of it seems odd to me. Like, I don't know why. I feel like there's another, there's, a, there's another big bad gonna make his, appear, make his or her appearance at some point. Yeah. How doesn't seem, like, how's powerful and how's definitely a threat, but he doesn't, he doesn't seem like he's really, like, He's in that much of a hurry. This makes me wonder. Like, I wonder what the purpose behind it is. Like, I'm still thinking about when they say that when Hal was living uh, back as in his original state. You know, he went to the he went to the world of the spirit and he came back, and that's when he changed. It's like I'm still like, what did he see? Sorry, it what almost seems like Hal is trying to that Hal like sees the Shaman King as his perfect form. And he's trying to absorb lots of um, souls so that he can keep, continue to be powerful enough. And his main opponent is like his big thing, who's like kind of like his other half, and they have a lot in common, even though one's good and one's evil. They're fighting each other, <clears throat> and the main one doesn't seem to be worried about anything, even though he's already admitted that the other guys would beat him, like hands down. And everybody's worried about that because they all count on him to be their like trump card superhero because all the other characters when it comes to serious fights aren't really worth very much except for ren who is kind of like his rival slash um rival slash like friend who occasionally proves himself to be useful because the rivalry makes the two of them stronger You, you, you finished with your Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z comparison. I was summarizing the like what was going on in Shaman King. I didn't say anything about Dragon Ball Z. Uh huh. But you used the term "perfect form," which never makes its appearance in the show. And there's only other show that has those words "perfect form." So don't even <laughs> pretend that's what you weren't doing. <laughs> You're laughing because you know it's right. I'm right. It, it's almost like he's a clone and not really a character that like was created by a single sp cell that split in half and formed him and that he's made of the cells of his enemies is there anything else in your notes here uh <laughs> They learn, like, how, like, uh, Yo's grandfather learns, because he's it's a... It's uncanny a... how, like, unique this show is, isn't it? Like, I've never seen anything like that. 
They learned Howl's reincarnation is going to be in 1985, which that's a... Jesus, that's quite a f like a uh, few years ago. Shut up, I was five. <laughs> I wasn't even born. I know, shut up. <laughs> I didn't exist. Shut up! I wasn't a thought. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think someone's really self-conscious about when he was born. <laughs> no, you're not, but I'm just saying. I'm so old. So here they learned that he would be incarnated in this, in this world in 1985, choosing to be an obscure in the womb of the daughter, Keiko, of his of the old man teacher, Yome. Wow. Wow, that's... Jeez. Okay, they plan to kill the baby as soon as it's born, which... That line out of context is very bad. Did they keep saying the, um, did they keep, like, did they kill the baby as soon as it was born because it seemed like its power level was too high? They were concerned that it was how, and they were more concerned about how coming back. Okay, so it's not like he was, like, it's not like he was the warrior of legend or something like that, then. No, it's because How is crazy powerful. Okay, not because he's the warrior of the like was foretold by a thousand year legend. Even though How is a thousand years old. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> actually, like you bring up a like I want to talk about something real quick that that uh, you find it interesting. I find it really disturbing. Um. Yeah. Yo's mother. Okay. Um. Oh wait, are you gonna make a yo mama joke? No. Wow. Dang it, Steve. <laughs> I mean, wow. I called you Steve. Jeez. I'm so proud of myself today. <laughs> no, no. I just. You think you say you find it interesting? He looks exactly like his mother. It's just like. Uh -huh. It's like I think. I think it has a lot to do with the fact that the characters, some of these characters are so androgynous that it's really it's just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's so not disturbing. It's just like, it's like they put, it's like they put Yo's head on top of a female body. Mm -hmm. It's very weird. It's like, and I know typically the boys usually love their mother anyway, but the resemblance here is ridiculously uncanny. The only thing that's different here is that she's got eyelashes, and it's just like, and there's even the scene where she's got lipstick on too. It's like, oh my goodness, they gave they put Yo in a in a, in a lady's outfit and gave him lipstick. What did they do to this poor man? Ross <laughs> his mother. I was like, oh dear. Mm -hmm. But I thought I thought that the draw, drawing her to bear a resemblance to them was on purpose, and I kind of thought it was cool. I'm pretty sure it was on purpose. I mean, for the most part, guys look like their you know boys look like their mother somewhat. It just he looks it's like a. It's a, it's just like uncanny. It's like, it's like if you didn't know any better, it's like oh. Mm -hmm. The only thing Yo got from his father was his gender, and there's a lot of jokes that can be made from there. But that, like he looks like dude looks like a lady. I guess is the, or should I say like, lady looks like a man. You know, never mind. We're not gonna we're not gonna continue that line, even though I kind of just did. Uh, we go from there and we have the birth take place. And as they keep on iterating, they're gonna kill the baby because they don't want it to bring the in, into the world. Mm -hmm. 
in the process of them trying to kill the baby how ends up coming out well first they don't know if how's going to come out first or you know or not and they were going to take a gamble on killing the first baby um first baby yes and uh as they're trying to kill the first baby he ends up revealing himself to be how and it's a creepy big-headed baby with big old eyes with his eyes closed but he's still speaking through his um his uh he's still speaking through this fire spirit which i guess is interesting that he's just inhabiting a body of a, of a kid so whoever that kid is definitely is not going to be, be able to be a person after this mm-hmm. time to check wonders i wonder what happened to that body if how were just to leave it Totally speaking, he's just a he's just a spirit that's going through the reincarnation cycle. When he just reincarnate again? I don't think he needs to. I mean, I think he reincarnates at his own will. So I don't think he just like when he leaves the body, he just reincarnates. I think he would reincarnate and then. Well, he chose to be an Asakura. Be very inconvenience because he'd have to wait for the next Shaman King battle, which is like what, like a thousand years? I think. Yeah. So like, they're not really the goal of this right now. is not so far has not been to stop him because as far as they can tell he can't stop him because he can reincarnate the goal is more to um stop him from doing this one thing which will inconvenience him for a thousand years which is great but it's not actually going to stop him because you know he can regenerate i mean he can reincarnate dang it jock in his next reincarnation he'll be even more powerful Uh, also, I want to bring up some interesting thing about Yo's father. <laughs> he didn't seem all that impressive, but we'll soon later. I'll, I will soon eat those words in a few episodes later because he completely whoops Ren's butt. Um, He's worked really hard for the sh- for the tournament of shaman. I wish I could kick you off this Discord call. <laughs> Dang it, Jack! You can kick me off the Discord call. I have Lyme disease. I'll just go to sleep. Oh, make me feel bad. Why don't you? Jeez. <laughs> Look at all the good cheer I'm bringing in, despite being low. I probably have a fever right now. Uh, Purvis, how and Yo are born? I mean, this entire episode just really just been like a, a, a you know, a continuation of finding out more about how so we're going to move on to episode 26, which is titled Mikasa Typhoon. Oh, we're going to we're going to get right into Yo's father. Okay, that's good. Uh, that guy, I, I will say, I um, he's insanely powerful. It makes me wonder how much, like, why is why is Yo's furry uh, Yoku so low compared to how other than through reincarnation? <laughs> Why? Because he doesn't have house spirit. Technically speaking, he kind of should, though, considering that, technically speaking, he is how. Basically, he possessed a twin, but the other twin wasn't affected by it. Not with the the way that how made it seem like. He went went into the spirit world, said, I'm going to pick a really good vessel. And he went there, and it split. Oh, yeah, you're right, because then it split, right? Okay. I don't know. I mean, I think he went to he went into Keiko's stomach, and it just happened to be twins. Mm-hmm. 
I don't think he was prepared the fact there was gonna be twins. Okay. Maybe he was. Who knows? I don't know. Like yeah. I said, for, I don't know what's going yeah. on with Househead. So what you're trying to say is there's good yo and evil yo, and evil yo is trying to absorb good yo. Fine. Yes. Yin and Yang. Okay, we're gonna. I guess while well, the title is playing here, Yo's father meets Ren's team and promises them to teach the same techniques Anna used on his son, Faust and Ryu. However, Ren refuses such idea and battles him instead, despite having his his overstall significantly improved throughout uh, throughout Basin, Bison's Basin's fight. Alongside the sword he has passed from his father, Ren is powerless against Mikasa. Um. And Shaman That's... King, is it instead of candy, is it weed? What? Well, good yo likes weed, right? Why are you still on this idea? What? Why are you still on this idea? Of what, Majin? Majin, uh, Ren? You know what? Okay, we're gonna move on to what's episode 26. Okay. <laughs> I don't know anymore. I really don't. I think you finally I think you finally broke me. Congratulations. <laughs> I'm sorry. That this episode is basically I guess we're we're gonna I, I mean it's like sum it up in two words. Rain got beat. Uh so bad, in fact, that his own um, self-confidence was shattered. Because Yo's father kicked his butt so bad. That's a basic basis of this. Like, you know, Yo's father is trying to give Ren a power-up. Ren is the one that's accepted, even though I think by the end of this episode, he ends up accepting anyway, because he ends up, you know, seeing all the techniques, I guess, from uh, seeing Yo's father use them. Which is even, cra which is even crazier. But, he was too proud to learn the technique in a literal way. He wanted to like, teach himself it by watching what they were doing and then be like, ah, you didn't teach it to me. I taught it to myself by watching you. And the other guy was like, okay, if you say so. He tricked him into learning it when he didn't want to learn it. I also want to point out, too, I think they bring they bring attention to it at some point, and it might have been last episode that the, the Patch Tribe made technology to quantify mana for each Shaman King. Um, mm -hmm. And we find out that, well, I mean, we already kind of saw this, if you pay attention to the episode, they kind of they kind of tell you straight out what, what how his mana count is, and it's like 1,250,000, like, how? No, uh, yeah. Oh, no, I meant how H O W, not how H A O. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> Dang it. I'm having so fun, much fun with you today. <laughs> He's having fun at my expense. I guess it's making a better episode. Well, whatever. <laughs> It's funny because you didn't get it for like 10 seconds. You were like a little silence and then you're like, oh, I get it. <laughs> oh, it's a dad joke. I feel sorry for your son. I say this every time. I feel sorry for when he's actually like a teenager and you're just going to embarrass him every day. 
The kid gets so mad at me. I bet he does. He has, he has the right to. But, uh, pretty, uh, yeah, like I said before, the, the fight happened. I mean, the fight's actually pretty awesome. I think this is part of the series where the fights are getting a little bit better in terms of, like, I guess how much, like, I get, how, how much, uh, like, how much fighting there actually is. Because I'm actually surprised. Like, these last couple episodes, there was, like, they were very fight-centric. This is kind of ridiculous how many fights ex were existing, and then the hand-to-hand -hand combat, which is also a surprise to me. I think, I think even Rain calls, like, like, I don't know what... Yo's father is, but he has a, he has a word for what he is. I just don't know what I think it's like an ascetic, and I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is either. Thank you looking. I was hoping you were gonna look it up. I guess that was. I guess you didn't either. I would look it up, but I didn't. I missed that detail, and I don't know how to spell it. No worries. Like I, I really don't know how to spell it. I was just constantly looking like, what the heck is an ascetic? I never heard of that before. A e c e t i c. I guess I don't really know anymore because I'm not seeing it here. Because that's ascetic. Ascetic? Which is a lifestyle character. Asceticism is a lifestyle characterized by abstinence from sensual pleasures. So, like, um, living in darkness and, or like, you know how monks, like, live, like, you know, and maybe, like, takes the vows of silence and, you know what I mean, live like starvation things like that well i mean yo's father did that right so he was probably an ascetic which means like he was that lifestyle like where they like they had very very minimal things that like would be considered a pleasure you know like a very minimalist lifestyle like just the bare amounts of food and water and sometimes they like go to the, a mountain and meditate things like that yeah, that makes sense hmm. i'm trying to watch this episode to see if i missed anything and right now there's just this image of how naked at the hot spring and i really want this to move on i'm very uncomfortable very uncomfortable yeah me too how did they think that that was going to be okay dang it jock he did it on purpose. Not on a purpose, but he did it on purpose. That wasn't very fun. Ah, shut up, John. I wonder what Yo's mo I guess Yo's mother would be a shaman too. I'm guessing, considering that that's her father. Ah, that's so disturbing. Like her lipstick on, it just looks like Yo, and they put like <laughs> they put lipstick on Yo. Or yo. She didn't. I don't know if she put eyeliner on too, but if that's okay, like, good gracious. <laughs> okay, but I guess enough of that. I like uh, they go, they first go to they, go, they first I guess backing up a little bit before they get to the fight with Ren is that uh, Yo's mother goes Yo's mama decides to go and ask uh the Tao family if they're okay with being taught secrets from the Asakura family. And um, they they say yes on the on the on, on with the condition that well the old man says yes on the condition that uh they understand that they could possibly become enemies again because they still have a hatred towards the Asakuras uh or the world in general because what happened to them a long time ago. Which and, is weird because the Asakuras seem to have a pretty good name otherwise, right? 
Maybe, I mean, we don't know everything about the Asakuras. I mean, the, the Amoji, for instance, was one of their stains on their legacy. Mm -hmm. As Yellow uh, falls about to exit, uh, Rin's father... Essentially, I wish they would have showed this fight, because I would have loved to see Yellow's father fight Rin's father. <laughs> I was actually very excited to see that, and then I found out that they weren't going to show the fight, and Rin's father was on the ground with blood all over him. I was like, damn. Like that 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 was a that was embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. Like, like I mean I guess it's all I can really say like that was embarrassing. It's like I am glad the Ren wasn't here to see that because you probably would have freaked out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you laugh but you don't right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, like that like Ren did not see whatever was gonna happen to him like until it was too late. Then we switch over to Ren and then like uh Yo's father shows up, even though Ren says that he he was noticing him around him like long before he decided to show himself, which is like geez, like how like how long was like Yo's father, uh Mika uh, Mika Hase Mm-hmm following him around then if he was noticing it this entire time. Makes you wonder if Yo was noticing it too. What do you think the uh, sharpened spirit ability does? Like, what does sharpening a spirit do? I think it just makes it stronger. Based on, like, I mean, he, he put Bastion's soul into the sword. Is it, like, a bad translation then? I mean, typically when you sharpen something, it makes it sharper, it makes it stronger. I don't think it's a bad translation. <laughs> it sounds pretty bad to me. Like, I don't know. I mean, again, I'm, we're using a site that these people, are, I guess, aren't official translators, but they're, they're able to translate as much as they can. Because, I mean, now they're using mana a whole heck of a lot more than Furyoka, which Furyoka is what the, the term I know I pretty sure they use in the manga. Mm -hmm. So, like, I don't really know. I was like, I mean, I don't know if Furyoka's supposed to be mana. Um,. Typically, when I see mana, I think about magic, but I guess shaman stuff is considered magic, considering that shamans do exist in the fantasy world, so... I guess it isn't too far off. That's the point of two. I don't know why Yo's father is wearing a mask of a bird. Because to me, it seems like he would be... It, it, like it, makes it, it makes it seem like he's a part of the patch tribe, but I don't think he is. And Prince, they're trying to fight Yo's father, but Yo's father's proven to be too fast, which isn't too shocking, considering that he's the main character's father. He also, he also appears to be very arrogant. For being like Yo's father. <laughs> I feel like he's not fast so much as, like, fighting Mr. Roshi style. Like, you know Mr. Roshi in the Tournament of Power? Um, when he's, like, able to defeat an otherwise... Um, opponent because he can anticipate their movement. I felt like it was more like that. Like he was just so experienced, and they were doing kind of like the same type of thing they did in My Hero Academia, where like a lot of times, like a weaker enemy, a weaker opponent could beat somebody just because they were so like experienced and skilled. You know what I mean? And that it was sort of a Batman Superman kind of thing, you know? 
where like can batman beat superman and why he's superman super powerful and be like well batman is prepared and you know blah 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 i felt like it was kind of like that deal if that makes sense to you that makes sense I also want to point out, I thought the sword that Ren's father gave to him was, like, broken, but I guess, I, you know, when I saw this, like, oh, it's just an extender blade. <laughs> I guess another way you can put it is, like, it's a lightsaber. About the light. Mm -hmm. But, like, Ren starts to get serious because he feels like he's being mocked, and then Yo's father takes off his shirt and shows that he's wearing something else underneath it, too, which is, I guess, weird. You get a flashback showing that, like, Ren's father got the absolute crap beat out of him. You also get a chance to see the spirits that uh, Yo's father is using. One of them was like, well, actually, both of them look like foxes. I think that's what they are. They're supposed to be foxes, but uh, it's very. Uh, it's I guess the best way to put it is like the fight that happens here is it was like it was a lot more. It was a lot better than I was expecting it to be. Because here, the fight up to this point. Yeah, I think it's one of the better fights in the uh, in the series so far. I was gonna say, considering all the fights that have actually happened, this is probably the best one they've shown. Oh, he does have a lightsaber. Never mind. Take that back. <laughs> There's light on the saber when he's swinging it. Gee, okay. I know Japan likes Star Wars, but good gracious. But like, uh, pretty much like, you know, Ren makes a swing and then he uh, thinks he's beating them, but in reality he hasn't because he's just beating doubles. That apparently he knew about. Mm -hmm. Going through your notes real quick. Wow, you say lightning source. So if I actually went further on in your notes, we would have gotten to that point. <laughs> the uh, while you're looking through the notes, the other day I came out first thing in the morning and I didn't tickle him until he threw up, and he told me he told me I should take my head off and throw it. Excuse. That's what he told me. Because I think you should take your head off and throw it. So, no big deal. But I, uh, I kind of got owned by a four-year-old. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Four-year-old just completely owned me. I feel like your son just thinks you had a detachable head or something like that. No, it's just like Ronnie. It reminded me of a. A famous insult that Rodney Dangerfield said once, where he, or not Rodney, it was from uh, Grumpy Old Men, where they said, uh, "Why don't you pull your lip over your head and swallow?" Which I always thought was funny, so I thought it was funny that he said that because it reminded me of the movie Grumpy Old Men. I think I've heard. Maybe I haven't seen it. I have no idea. I might have. I just don't remember it. Um, see here. Let's look at the notes real quick. Uh, I guess like I, another lesson here that I guess the uh, that I guess you will trying and I guess teach everybody at least here that we're learning now is apparently uh, if you have doubt in your heart uh, about because your furioku is all is all about like, your willpower. If you have any doubt that you you, you know the will your willpower won't be as strong. It's thus making your furry, uh, making your mana, uh, I guess, either deplete faster or you had no ability to get um, stronger. But I guess another, as you say, thing you know, it's another thing that doubt clouds your judgment. Uh, mm -hmm. Apparently, uh, Ren has been having a lot of doubt here. Granted, granted I mean, he he actually had an encounter with um, with how much earlier, 
that you know show that like how it was just a, more just better prepared and just stronger than he was. Ren knows this, but he's he's never gonna let that he's never he's never gonna let that you know defeat him. Mm -hmm. I point, there's a lot of howlings in this couple episodes to the point where you know one of the scenes that actually does happen later on, I guess kind of makes sense. But also was it the thing that happens to Ren in the I guess in the next episode I'm guessing I did not see coming, and I was so confused like wait are you serious? Is he really? Uh, let's see here. Oh, and I guess the other one's a raccoon dog. Uh, I guess that makes sense. I thought they were mm -hmm. both foxes, but I guess. I guess I could look up what sharpen means. Sharpen in Japanese. He's probably looking at it as like he's he's trying to make Bass on stronger, which I mean he definitely did here. I guess another one of these things that really makes the show this like the, the the action is just increased is the fact that like Yo's father, Mika Mikasa, just like slams Ren's head into the pillar. And I think he does that several times in this one in this one encounter. Like he just does not care about Ren's safety. He's just like, I don't care if you're I'm gonna slam you into the wall. I was like, geez man, there's just blood everywhere. I'm surprised that Ren could fight. Like, do you have things he's done with, with the amount of blood lost? I'm pretty sure he's actually suffered. I thought the whole thing was a manipulation that he was trying to tick Ren off to motivate him to, like, do something about it. I'm pretty sure it was, but it was just that, you know, he was, like, just the action, the fact that he was able to grab his head and just slam him into the wall, like, that was just seemed brutal to me. Because I, like, Ren is just getting, Ren's just getting beat up this entire series. I don't. I don't think. I don't even think. Uh, Yo has like been slammed into a building or anything like that. I was gonna point out too is that Anna tells Yo that this is happening, and Yo just doesn't care. Or better yet, yeah, he says he doesn't know what he can do about it because his father's stubborn. Feels <laughs> like, like really, really, you think you maybe should get involved there because you know your father is stubborn, but. I guess we come back here, uh, like, we also get, a, I guess, in this little scene with Yo and uh, Mata, you know, like, he said, like, you, you know, Mata asked, like, what does, what is, like, how is Furioka being one million got to do with anything? And he was like, you know, this is how much Mata he has, and this is like, how powerful he is. We have no, um, we have no, like, way of defeating him unless our Mata is stronger than he is. But I guess Yo knows that if he has any doubt, he won't be able to defeat him anyway. I guess maybe that's really what it comes down to. Is like he knows how how much mana he has, but he's gonna try to I guess boost it. Mm -hmm. It kind of brings the whole thing like you know, the shaman's being brought near death, and why the maiden is in that uh, in that trap is he's trying to bring herself near death as as many times as she can, and he heals herself. It's like, it's like the ultimate Zenkai boost, as much as I hate to say it. Uh, she can just nearly kill herself. To the edge of death and then bring herself right back because she can heal herself immediately. So basically, she locked herself in a chamber indefinitely that has um, really, really harsh conditions that help her um, build up her. Fine, fine. It's the world of spirit time. Can we move on? <laughs> <laughs> 
just trying to be clear about things, that's all. <laughs> uh, the worst part is I, don't, I didn't know any of this, so these are new information to me. I this is, I don't even know like how this is going to end, and so far it's been a lot of... I've been bringing myself saying, like, there's this show came out, but this manga is this, this is an old show. This is a reboot. <laughs> so, like, a lot of this show came out around the time Dragon Ball Z was still popular, you know, when it was still new. Are still being still making chapters. Yeah. So look, I mean, of course, there's gonna be some co- correlation between Yo and this, but I guess there's more correlation between the show Shaman King and Dragon Ball Z. But yes, yeah. it's equivalent to a room of spirit of time. Okay, you got what you well, wanted. Remember when, uh, remember when they did all those big hacks against Frieza, where Dende would just keep healing so that they'd get more Zenkai boosts? But they weren't near deaf enough for that to matter. Yes, they were. Vegeta got a few really good Zenkais from that. Yeah, but it still wasn't uh, enough to defeat Frieza. Well, because Frieza killed Dende. When it started becoming a threat, Frieza got a little more serious and killed Dende. Nobody looks with the white mage. Why has he got to be white? That's what Dende said. Why is it gotta be the white mage? I guess we're at the top of Dragon Ball Z. I had a question for you. What if, okay. um, because I don't know if Piccolo is your favorite character, and I know you're disappointed at the growth that he, or the lack of growth that he's had, but Piccolo's gone through a lot of, like, alien race changes. What, what would you say that if maybe, like, in order to, for Piccolo to, to achieve a next level power up, say, like, Super Inameki and Blue, whatever? Or whatever it would be. Mm-hmm. What if what if they were to like not reboot his race, but like say that maybe he wasn't truly Namekian after all, or something like that? Like maybe he's a he's a mix of something else. Because there are mixed breeds in that show. I mean, it wouldn't be too far off to think that maybe F- F- Piccolo doesn't truly know what he like, what he truly is. He just thinks that he's a Namekian because he spent most of Dragon Ball thinking that he was a, a demon. He didn't even know he was a Namekian until he you know found out that you know. He looked, he looked like these people on this planet. Mm-hmm. Like, what if they were, in order to give Piccolo a, a power boost to make him relevant, they had to, like, maybe say that he isn't truly all Namekian. It'd have to be, like, a really clever power boost. Like, they'd have to say he was a Namekian, but, like, from an, from another universe or something like that. Well, what if he was the half-breed, though? Like, what if he was something else, and that, and that something else is what gave him that power boost? That'd be fine. I just think that, like, they've got to, like, they can't completely throw out his origins. They'd have to, like, roll it or something, where the new origins felt like the original were better. Okay, I mean, nothing happened in the manga. I was just, I was just asking, because they did do something to the Mechian origin, which makes it make more sense, but... Uh... Well, I mean, they've already switched him from a Demon King to a Mechian. But... It's funny that you say that because demons do exist in, in that universe. You know what? They're Deborah, so it's like, hmm. It'd be kind of funny if I actually decided to go back with the whole demon thing and actually make him part demon. Maybe. But no, they're making them reproduce on their own, so never mind. It doesn't make any sense. Shoot, never mind. They never are really clear on, like, how Namekian reproduces. They're asexually. They make, they come out, I think they come out of eggs, I think. Except the one egg that Piccolo laid, when Piccolo made minions, he 
just so we're clear on this, King Piccolo, you know, the not Pic- not Piccolo Jr., when he made minions, he lost power from them. And when he made the egg, he said, I'm putting all egg. Okay, just to be a little bit more clear on that, um, if you do a lot of, like, I did some research on that because Piccolo's Origins has been a complete mess. Nobody, everybody knows this. But um, it the creator wasn't completely sure what he wanted to do. So that's why suddenly Piccolo, King Piccolo had some, so many new powers and one of them being the egg. I'm pretty sure he had come up with something that he wanted to do, which is why he had King Piccolo lay an egg. Um, but yeah, it's still a mess. It's, it's still a mess, Almost though. every fight from that day forward, Piccolo laid an egg. Piccolo's origin has been a complete... My junior, I guess what his actual name is, it's been a... a been a, just been a whole mess. Mm-hmm. And it would be kind of cool if they were to solve it. I like the idea of Piccolo getting divine energy, but I don't know how you would do it. <laughs> that'd, be like, that'd be a cool way for him to get a power up and get divine energy, but I'm pretty sure they wouldn't make it easier. They wouldn't give it to him at all. I guess now we're going to move on to episode 27 of this of this podcast. Um, want to see... Well, I guess the cool detail is that over souls don't cast a shadow, which comes kind of comes back later on. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just like a little fun trivia thing. I didn't think it was going to be like end of the world. It wasn't end of the world. It was just kind of cool detail. But I mean, it was a cool de- it was a cool detail, and it made it 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 you know it uh it it made something else. It kind of confirmed something else for us later on. But um. Moving on, episode twenty-seven, farewell forever. This is a ominous title. Uh, as Ren amidst defeat, how soldiers appeared, kill Mikasa, who has joined the tournament too, alongside alongside two children. Ren allows him to protect his teammates as he faces house soldiers, while Hanagumi pursues the children. They're interrupted by Anna, June, and Tomo. Uh, Although Ren initially proves himself superior to his enemies, he receives a fatal wound when being confronted by the brother of a patch member he killed. Horohoro and Chocolo try to save Ren, but are outnumbered and outpowered by the enemies. Um, spoiler alert, Ren gets killed. And it's not one of those... It's, and it's not one of those. It's a nearly fatal wound. He actually did die. The only thing is keeping alive in this world. Your spirit could still hang on. So Rin's trying not to pass on right now as he's like trying to stay in that body. I was shocked that they actually killed Rin. Like that actually I was not expecting. I saw no notes about that anywhere on the internet that Rin dies at some point. Um, based on that, that means that it isn't that big of a deal, but at the same time, it wasn't something I was expecting. It's funny because when I said Horo Horo died, you were like, there's no way it's a main character. That's not even realistic. And then, like, we watch it and Ren dies. I was thinking about that. I was like, dang it. <laughs> it does about horror, horror dying, but then Ren dies. And I'm just sitting there like, dang it, Jock. Mm-hmm. Had to be, had to have happened, didn't it? It's like part of my, like, brand now is to like, drive me nuts. 
But like just like that entire, I was not expecting Ren to get stabbed to the heart. I was literally when he was on the ground, I was like, okay, wait a minute, he didn't, he didn't die. He just got, he just he, since he said he learned a new technique, he probably even had fire double. And I was like, and then he's like, nope, he's dead. I was like, really? No way. And I was, I was so tempted to go to the wiki just to be sure, and I, I didn't. Mm-hmm. I, I prevented myself from going to the wiki. I was like, I was so, I was so ready. I was like, no, no, he didn't die. There's no way he died. I don't even care about that much about Ren either, but I was like, you know, I like him as a character, and I was like, dang it, no! Now he was actually going through some real growth and change, and he gets stabbed through the heart. But I was like, okay, yeah, but uh, I guess before he gets to that point, because that's where the episode kind of ends, uh, Ren gets his ass trounced and his sword trunk seed. Oh. Dang it, Jock. What? Really? He's a sword trunks. And then after that, the, the, they have dinner. Which, I mean, it isn't inaccurate, but still, dang it, John. <laughs> it's exactly what happened to a sword that got trunks. You can't even deny it. You know, his father killed Rin's father, or rather, he so destructed that was also really weird. Lording, he ain't dead. I know that first. I know that ain't for. I know that for sure. He ain't dead. Um, new characters, Team Cobblers, Cobblers, I'm guessing, Red Steve and Sabrin. That seems very Islamic, but I'm pretty sure that's not the case. Um, no, the, 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 the little kids' names. Uh, oh. Red Seb and Sabrin? Yeah, they, it, that seems kind of Islamic. Kind of. Uh, not 100%. But, um... I want to point out that apparently, like, Rin, like he kicks his butt. Rin, Yo's father kicks his butt and then Aaron, offers him kebabs. Arab hmm? Af- African origin. African. Huh. I mean, that's not that's not unrealistic, but huh. Oh wait, oh. this one says it's an American name. I can't believe that. That that seems so weird to me. It says it's not used. It's not a commonly used name, but it's a common. But it's a girl's name. It's the eighty-nine thousand three hundred eleventh most common name in America. That ain't common. Don't you lie to America like that, jeez. I also want to yo's father for a guy who spent a good portion of his lifetime climbing a mountain. Looks. Looks surprisingly, he doesn't have that many scars or any scars at all over his body. Mm-hmm. It seems kind of weird, though. I mean, I guess it's just like, I guess maybe, maybe he didn't get hurt, hurt, hurt. Maybe the, the power up was just from his willpower. But he's trying to teach Rand that he's a weakling, and he Rand knows this, but he's not gonna let that you know stop him from getting stronger, which is a good way to look at it. You know, use use how weak you are to uh to make yourself stronger. And then they all get uh they all pretty much get ambushed by Hal's minions. And one of the minions happens to be the guy who was Ren's um uh sponsor, I guess you could put it. Ren's sponsor, his like his brother, which was kind of a like I was I was not expecting that to come back. I mean, it makes sense that it came it came back, but I was nice, but they have to come back. 
I thought we were done with that portion of, you know, his, like, of, of his, uh, of, like, what Rent did when he was, like, a bad person, and now it's, like, at least now we get a chance. I mean, like, Gil said, like, he's glad that, you know, that shocked Ren and showed that Ren still had a heart. I was like, wow. That's the way he looks at it. Yeah, Ren always believes in people. Anytime it's possible. I like to know what Yost Paul's mask is like supposed to be. It looks like a duck or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, hobo barbecue. I find that too funny. But if we get to that point where you know they are uh, being watched by evil patch members who are allying themselves somehow, but I guess isn't too isn't too surprising. These two must be uh, Howl's like sponsor. I'm guessing. Like Necrom and. In Magna, I guess the two shamans. Those are the two up there. The younger one is the, the one that is there to like exert um, vengeance. And the other one doesn't want to get involved because he's kind of like an overseer. Or what did they call him? Not an overseer, but what was he? I have no, I forgot actually. Like a moderator or an overseer, you know, basically an umpire. They're not supposed to get involved, is basically what it comes down to. Yeah. So he has this guy with him. That's kind of getting involved for him, basically. Do, do, do. Uh, I mean, you notice here, Team Rocket attacks a... So is that like the fourth anime or fifth anime you managed to just jam into this? It's kind of like a... It's kind of an amalgamation of animes, isn't it? Uh, like, Ren fights the enemy solo, demonstrates his newly ult. Dang it. Why? What? Every line. <laughs> Ultra instinct, really? <laughs> he's feeling, he's going with the feel of the energy, right? So he knows what's happening before he can see it, because he's feeling it and acting on it instinct more instinctively, right? Isn't that how they described it? That he could predict things that were happening based on his feelings? Yeah, he was filling up the mana. I don't think I need to see this. Ultra Instinct Technique. Whoops, I mean the Shaman Oracle. Uh-huh. <laughs> I gotta put little bombs in there for you. Uh-huh, I'm stuffing on all of them. Talrin killed his brother, Krom. Yes, he killed Krom. They actually bring attention to that very early on. So I think it's one of the first times we get a chance to see Silva not in his uniform. They actually bring up that uh, he uh, killed uh, one of Silva's best friends. And speaking of the things that come back, uh, the Peyote gang comes back, and Peyote ends up killing Ren by stabbing him straight to the heart. I think it's a good way to, I guess, explain everything that happened there. Ren I feel like stabbing him straight through the heart is kind of an understatement, though he also stabs him through the spine, the lungs, the arteries, the spinal cord, like, they list off when Faust comes over to check him out, he lists like 35 things that got damaged. Makes me wonder, I wonder how he's supposed to survive, well, how he's supposed to come back. I don't think he is. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know how sealing the wound is going to stop anything there. Like, you can't 
seal the wound and now like the fact that you don't have a spinal cord is okay wait was faust was, was faust the thing that yo was trying to rely on and then faust said he couldn't do it i thought there was something else that you know yo said, said to them to go find we said he said i know a really good doctor and then faust came over and they're like what do you think faust and then like faust came over and like looked at it and he's like yeah i can't help you and he's like, well, then, like, plan B was getting this healer to come over. It was a really good plan B, but it was plan B. Wait, wasn't, I guess the healer, wasn't, wasn't the healer supposed to be, oh, yeah, it was uh, the maiden, who actually, surprisingly, is not inside her um, iron, iron maiden. I guess she's done stabbing herself to death. Well, she's taking a break from self self abuse to uh, to negotiate getting rid of. Well, she could she couldn't negotiate by putting herself to, to near, near to death again. I'm guessing. Apparently not. I would talk about I guess the fight between Anna's group and the other girl, but I guess we don't know we don't, we know the outcome of that's going to be Anna winning because Anna is just ruthless. I don't know how, how old these little kids are. The fact there's little kids in a shaman tournament. These, kids, these people seem like eight years old. And when this kid gets their tooth broken. Mm -hmm. Was that was that what's going on? Or was he just missing a tooth because he's like shedding his child teeth? No. I guess it's a child tooth, I'm guessing. But I mean, he gets punched by this uh, guy and this like this uh, this King Arthur looking spirit looking dude uh, he punches him if I'm in his uh in his suit of armor I had the detail that they, they kept that tooth missing because <laughs> they didn't have to do that yeah I mean they're trying to make them look like they're roughed up though I really didn't get a power up a little bit with her talismans and whatnot and they gave uh, her doll dude uh your rocket punch which is really what that was a rocket punch it just didn't have the it just didn't it just it just didn't have the uh the, the desolation of the earth um beneath it so wait a minute it Here we turned go. Out this guy was an android and his powerful punch had a rocket in it like that made his fist kind of into a rocket thing. You done? No, I was just I was just double checking. Are you done? Yeah. Okay. I think that's about it. I mean, like, Ringed Star Horror Hurls tries to save his wound from opening up even before, even more by putting um, an, ice, an ice bandage on it. Which was useful. Right? Yeah, it was useful. I have no complaints. I mean, he's only going to be under us for as long as he can keep up the mana to keep it going. Mm -hmm. uh, I guess there's anything else notable besides friend dying? I don't think so. Not in that one, right? I don't think so. I mean, there you see, you know, Chocolove and 
uh, Horo is showing that they actually have a, they actually had a friendship with Ren. I'm pretty sure if Ren was actually conscious, he probably wouldn't allow him to, to to hold him like that. But I mean, he's not really alive right now. <laughs> yeah. Um. But the um, I was appreciative of the fact that they didn't um quite have a problem with him. Like I don't know, he uh, like everybody was mocking those two, and they're like, "Oh, now they're going." Destroy you. You you know you should be very sorry. <laughs> and then they all they all take shots at him and like they make it. You know and they're not in great shape or anything, but they weren't as easy to kill as the guys thought they would be. You know. So I was appreciative of the fact that 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 they held up, like that they didn't just get completely knocked over. Well, I mean, the, the, before we talk about how like you know the mana is just your representation of willpower if they have the will to keep going i'm pretty sure like i mean that makes a lot of sense there's like if they have the will to keep going and they don't they have they haven't had their you know their um their willpower shattered yeah it makes sense this they wouldn't be that difficult to take down because they still have the will to fight which is which is appreciative i like that power scaling a little bit too it's like you know the power skills of how if you're willing to keep going you know versus the power of friendship coming to save you <laughs> mm-hmm Okay, I guess with that, we're going to move into the final episode that we're reviewing here, episode 28. Uh, Yo's decision. Yo's team for, uh, forces house soldiers to escape, but are unable to save Ren's life. Yo then makes a deal with Iron Maiden from the X-Laws to save Ren's life at any cost. The X-Laws demand Yo to abandon the tournament, which he agrees. That is so weird. I mean, I guess Yo doesn't really care that much. I mean, Yo made it seem like the, the, the tournament wasn't all that important to him in the first place. I think he even mentioned that the real fight begins after the tournament's over. I thought it was slightly ambiguous what he was agreeing to, but, like, if they say so. Like, I agree that it, he appeared to agree. But it just didn't seem like quite a full now, I'm pretty I don't I think Yo knows that the fight's gonna continue after the tournament anyway. I think that he isn't that I think he, he feels like I think his goal right now is to stop how. I don't think he cares too much about the tournament. Uh he rather he rather how not become a Shaman King I'm pretty sure, but because there's such a difference in their mana that he probably doesn't think he stands a chance, even though it seems like he's betting on Ren's power up to be save the day. Which is not going to hit 2.5 million. The guy's been dying for a thousand years. <laughs> but, I mean, Yosu's really confident, though, that the power-up's going to make a difference. So, i actually very confused. I agree with you. The, the death here isn't going to add on. I think even give a number for how much more he's going to add on, and it isn't enough to eclipse 1 million. <laughs> right. So, I, I just find it weird that he seems very... He seems very confident that the death is going to be mean something. So either one or two things is going to happen. He's hoping that whatever Iron Maiden is going to do is going to like boost it, going to boost it beyond the normal capabilities that normally dying for a shaman produces. Mm -hmm. was the only other thing I could think is like maybe she's going to do something that's going to give him a power boost enough enough to make somewhat of a difference. Not a lot, but just somewhat of a difference. But yeah, still, I mean, I, I mean, like, this had to be some, like, divine intervention thing going on here, maybe. 
I mean, Ren is the one who can stare at the Great Spirit without fainting, which is a very interesting detail that they, that they have. They show you it like after they get here. Ren's the only one that can stand, keep standing while looking at the Great Spirit, which is like ridiculous. Yeah, he's definitely got huge potential, but that's not to say Yo doesn't either. Like, I thought Yo was probably still the higher potential one out of the two of them, but. I, guess I don't know, when, when when your rival is able to stand, like, when looking at the spirit determines if you're able to continue and you get knocked out, but your, your rival doesn't, I don't know what that says about you. Now, I'm not saying that Yo can't eclipse that potential because he's the main character. He, of course, is going to eclipse that potential, but at the same time, it's like, you would think if they were really trying to keep, if they were trying to be ambiguous with those two, both of them would have either fainted or both of them would have at least, um stayed awake so that way at least you wouldn't be able to know it's like wait a minute they both stayed awake so what that mean or maybe Ren fainted and, and he, while he was standing up and his eyes were open and nobody could tell um I don't I mean, think that's happen you never know I mean I mean Ren would never let people know that he didn't fall asleep <laughs> <laughs> He's got too much pride for that. He wouldn't let people know that he fell asleep while standing up. Just like, I mean, I, I mean, like I said before, it's not, is that realistic that he didn't? I mean, I'm just saying it's just kind of weird that they brought attention to that, that like, you know, he didn't. He was the only one who was awake. He was like the first one awake, and then it was Joe. But like, no, wasn't wasn't real awake before Joe though? I forgot, actually. I forgot. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess still confused. I mean, I had a certain suspicion that Ren's going to stay dead, but I really, I hope not. So I don't know what Ren dying would do to the plot. If anything. Um, make it a lot less interesting. But I guess it would raise the stakes. But Ren was like the only character other than other than Yo that like I really cared very much about as like a contender. Like I I was amused by Chocolove, but I didn't think he was gonna be like a top player. Like it was like Ren and then Yo and then like kinda nobody. I think everybody who's been this in my opinion has been a top contender. Like they had their own reasons for doing things. They all seem to have I mean when 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 mana doesn't really mean much more than just me a willpower, as long as you have like a lot of willpower, which some of these characters do, yeah, that number doesn't really mean a lot. They kind of even point that out too, is like you know that early all that's really measuring is how much willpower you have. Yeah, I mean Faust. Sooner or later, there's going to be a situation where Faust's inability to move without a wheelchair is going to like slow him down. Um, I know he has like dog legs for when he really needs them, but it just it's, I just don't think Faust is going to be enough. Chaco Love is pretty great, um, but I don't think he's going to, like, win the tournament. Um, Horo Horo is, like, middle-of-the-top kind of contender. You know what I mean? I just don't, I don't see him ever taking on anyone extremely good. Like, I don't see how Horo Horo would, like, take on Iron Maiden or anything like that, you know? And then, like, nobody else on their teams, like, really... Like, Lysurg, I don't think is going to become one of the most powerful. Like, I just don't... 
I don't see anybody else there, like, that's, like, a threat. Like, am I missing somebody? Ryu's not going to do it. I mean, you don't know. I mean, that that uh, that book that they had learned from like provided a significant boost to their power level. I mean, much more than I was thinking it was going to provide. Not like a one and a quarter million boost. Because it seems like it evolves your spirit to a higher plane anyway. They make yeah. a big they make a big deal that a you know that Amitamaro ascended. Um, but yeah. I'm pretty sure that also yeah. means that Faust's spirit and also Real's spirit ascended too. But didn't it, it got us? Energy up to what, 10,000? How much was it before? I didn't. Mm. Whatever. I know, I know he said he had 10,000, but I, just, I wasn't sure. I was like, what was it before? Now, and that means it's still 1,250 times less than his opponent. I mean, I guess basically what we're confirming is that, uh, you know, how it's supposed to win the tournament. But like, like uh, Yo makes it seem like the fight isn't over once that once the tournament's over. So I'm actually kind of curious what's gonna happen after the fact. Right. It seems like the tournament the tournament's just there to bring everybody who's important into the into the fray into one spot. And once the tournament's over, or something happens and the tournament doesn't get doesn't get um concluded, um, and then something else is just gonna drop from the skies. But like Silva's like very weird behavior has also kind of got me concerned too, because like Silva is like, uh, he he seems to be he seems to still remain important even though he kind of shouldn't be. Which is the, which is the other thing too. He's actually Who? one of the, he's actually one of the few patch members that seem to hold some any any real significance. Who is it? Uh, Silva, the one who has Howl's uh, DNA directly in him. Uh huh. I say he seems to he seems to hold some importance, and it kind of gets me concerned since they revealed that you know he is he is a, a direct descendant of How. Mm-hmm. You know How doesn't seem all that concerned about him either. But I, don't, I don't know if that's just How knowing that he, he does something that can be worried about, or that's just arrogance. I think it's a little bit of both. I was gonna say the exact same thing. I guess we're gonna end this real quick. I heard you yawning. Um, at the very beginning of the episode, you know, they, they learn what their Furyoku levels are, which is 2,000, which breaks their will and makes them easier to attack. Uh, which, back into this whole thing, like, willpower, I, I guess we're going to learn if willpower is going to really become a huge, uh, point, uh, for, I guess for, like, the end game for this show, which I can't wait to see what that's going to be. At least, like, power-ups in the middle of a fight will make sense. Um... Yo comes to the rescue and defeats them all with one blow. Uh, Ryu and Faust also show up to back them up, and the enemies lose control of the match. Which is kind of funny that when like once they show up, they all lose confidence to want to continue. Mm-hmm. Like dang man, like uh, that's what I'm saying. Like at least the powers that they gotten mean something. Yeah, it does seem like that. It seems like I think uh, the idea was that. Yo was alone was going to beat them, and then they're like, well, you know, maybe we have a trick up our sleeves, and then they saw the other guys, and they're like, well, he's got backup now. And it's pretty good backup, and I don't think we're going to be able to stop it. I mean, Faust alone probably could have, probably could have held his own on, against one of them for at least a while, you know? Uh-huh. I don't give Ryu a lot, of, a lot of credit. Maybe he's a little better than I think, but I don't think he's ever like going to be credit, incredibly powerful. 
Well, he had aptitude to be a shaman. I mean, just give him that. Mm -hmm. uh, pretty much, uh, Faust says that Ren is too far gone to help, but Yo doesn't believe so, so he has another idea. <laughs> In parentheses, involving Manta. <laughs> really? Team Rocket? Come... Mm. <laughs> can't man, can't just can't be comfortable in these in, in these uh notes. I gotta be on my toes apparently. <laughs> uh, yo, like uh, Team Rocket comes to defeat uh, Sakura's team. Yo's wife to be Anna has June and Pyron take care of it. Yes, name Pyron. Uh, Kana Bishmark and that film at all. Miss Old Iron Croft versus Pyron of upgrades. Pyron seems to win by punching through the armor, but it was supposed to be as cross medium. Um, that was weird. So I don't really know what Ashcroft's deal is. Yeah, then they're like, "Well, the medium isn't that," but we didn't know what. But then, like, it didn't become relevant. So I guess maybe they're planting an Easter egg for later or something, or setting something up. Is but... Ashcroft anything in like literature that you know of? No, I should have looked that one up. I didn't look that one up. I'm sorry. No, it's no problem. It's no problem. I thought maybe, I thought maybe, they, like, maybe you knew off the top of your head, but it doesn't really matter. Um. Iron Maiden comes to save Ren. Iron Maiden says that Ren's coming near death or recovering will give him a major Zenkai boost. I mean, will boost his fear. Uh, which is a secret to house 1.25 million for Yoko for repeatedly dying and reincarnating, and Iron Maiden has gained power from staying in near-death state and torture device. I don't know how much Shreya could she has, because they make a big deal that she has a lot of it, too. Because she has enough of it to heal herself. Yeah, I mean, her healing ability makes her really powerful, in my opinion. Iron Man will heal Ren if Yo agrees to drop out of the shaman fight. Yo implies they'll sacrifice him, his role in the shaman fight to save Ren. Apologizes in his mind to Anna. Um... Yeah, they cut. They actually kind of like cliffhang us, and then I was very upset by that because they cliffhang you on Ren's dying face. What I would love, what I actually would have, would have appreciated, considering that you can see spirits in this world, we should have seen Ren's spirit like somewhere in there, even if it was just a, like a Easter egg situation that like he was in the background yelling at them, like "You fools, I'm over here!" like or so something like that. But well, I do like that he's down and that, like, we're like, oh my god, like, that's it. Like, he's down. Like, we were taking him for granted and thought it, this was his big hero moment and he's down, you know? So, I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, I hope he doesn't stay dead because that's gonna really... Ironically, I'm gonna be really upset by that. I mean, that's so upset that I won't continue watching the show, but it's just like... I hate when you do it to characters like that, because typically, characters like Ren, I typically don't like at first, and I start coming around to liking them later on, and then when they start liking them, they die. It's essentially like what happened with Vegeta. Yeah, but Vegeta's stronger than ever now. Well, yeah, I mean, it took him a while, though. Unfortunately. He's ambiguously more useful than Goku at this point. Goku's like the miracle in their pocket, but Vegeta's actually someone you can rely on and like know that he has control over his power. Miracle in your pocket? Out of context, it just sounds so wrong. Hmm. Is that a miracle in your pocket, or are you just happy to see me? Okay, I think with that we're going to end the podcast. All right. 
Let's get something else to contribute. I think I don't have much left over. The only thing is that MF thing. Um, I'm curious for the next episode if uh, what? what they're going to do with it. MF is the next name of the next episode. They mention at the very last second of the credits. Um, I looked up. I did take time to look up MF and see what that was about. And it's actually really interesting. The name Emmeth is... I mean, there's some standard uses of it. You know what I mean? Like, there was a... There's a, mytholo- a Hebrew mythology that uses it, but I, the mo- most common use of it is in from the uh, Chronicles of Narnia series. Are you familiar with that? Uh, yeah. And uh, the character in it is in service of... Like basically tash which is like a devil like a the top echelon of its religious hierarchy it's the devil you know in his in its echelon and uh there's a character named emeth who is following tash thinking that he is god do you know what i mean the good god and uh in service of tash he's loyal and noble feels like he's really doing the best thing but tash is leading him astray and uh when he does meet oslin who you know the the good god of that universe oslin um says that when you were doing things and you thought you were doing good he goes i accepted those as good acts because you meant well so he says you weren't actually in service of Tash, even though you thought you were, because Tash can't accept good acts. He can only accept acts that are done with malice and evil in their heart. None of those things you did, even though they were the wrong thing to do, done with malice and evil in your heart. So they were serving me, even if even if you were misguided. And uh, that's made him like... I mean... Chronicles of Narnia is seen as a metaphor for the Bible in a lot of ways, and, you know, the stories of the Bibles. So, and Aslan is seen very often as Jesus or God, depending on, you know, what they're doing. And uh, so, the uh, this is, like, really controversial for Christian theologists, this character. So that's one of the, um, that's one of the things that Emmeth, represents is like someone that is following an evil god but doing it with good in his heart and therefore like it's accepted as a good act the other one is um this a hebrew um or jewish mythology it's a character in jewish mythology which might turn out to be the thing they created a big golem and you know what a golem you know it's like a a man made out of stone or mud or something like that so he created a man in clay and brought it to life by um, putting this um, these marks on his head, which would have translated to Emeth for us. And the way that the Hebrew language goes, if you take away the first symbol, or I'm sorry, the last symbol, then the um, it changes from Emeth to Meth, which is their word for death. So the uh, Golem was growing and growing, and he realized that like he'd created something that he wasn't going to be able to control. So he orders the golem to um, take off its shoes, and when it bounds, when bends down to take off its shoes, he wipes off um, the last character. So his name turns from Emmeth, which means um, 
firmness or veracity or truth to death and then the golem dies but as he dies like he collapses on on the guy that removed the letter and kills him so the guy that created him died with him because he was too close when this monstrous thing like fell down after it died so i think it's kind of interesting that that's coming up next i'm curious what those implications might mean something that you've created that got out of your control and its death could t- destroy you, or is it, um, is it the other thing about like someone that felt like they were doing that was doing evil, but because they felt like they were doing good and they had good in their heart, it was accepted as a good act by those that judged them. Well, I mean, I guess you could consider Ren being that person in in a, in a really weird way, because I mean. Regardless of the evil acts that he was doing, he was really trying to do it to get get back at his old man the entire time. You know, he he was just manipulated. I guess he could like have been the golem because the Ren died here. Yeah, and his death will take down Yo, who kind of created him by taking him on his path and turning him towards good. We'll have to see, though. I just thought it was all really interesting that that... I, it could just be a new character. You know, it could just be the new name of a new character or something. It just all... It was an interesting formula to bring in, you know what I mean, given the way things were going right now. I thought either version of that would be a really interesting, like, symbolism to bring in, given that this show, as silly as it is, is deeply rooted in a lot of symbolism and mythology. Yeah, we'll have to see. I mean, I don't like. The, I'm hoping that at least since they're dragging on Ren's re- revival so long, it's gonna gonna mean something when he comes back. It maybe a complete complete character revision will, will suddenly happen. I I highly doubt it, but it'd be funny. If that's what actually happens. Maybe maybe he comes back. He has a clean slate because he feels like he's been like he's got a, he's got a lot of blood in his hands. Maybe yeah. Anyway, so that was, I know that's not as silly and perfect as my last joke, but, like, I did want to say that, because it, it's really fun thing to think about while we're in the next two episodes on the next podcast. I mean, yeah, we'll see. I, I really don't get much to add to that. I mean, I, I think that's a good way to end it, is, like, you know, we'll find out, I guess, what it truly means here. It might just be another character. I'll say it could just be a name, name of a technique. I mean, we don't really know what she's capable of, and if she's capable of bringing somebody back from the brink of death, because she knows, because she knows how it works. Then it's like, I guess it would make sense, because like she is a false god. You never really know what her goal is. Yeah, that's a good point. And they worship the exiles worship her like one, but she's not one. Or maybe it's her people like treating her like a god and following her blindly, but. Because they have good in their heart or good intentions in their heart, they feel like they're doing good. It'll be interesting to see where they go. There's so many possible directions. It was a really good teaser when I looked it up to, like, made me really start wondering what was happening next. I mean, the show is definitely going in a direction I was not expecting. Like I said, this, it, I guess it took the show kind of going, quote-unquote, dark for things to start getting really interesting. Mm-hmm. Things were happening that I was never expecting, so I actually cannot wait for this episode. But we'll be back next next Monday for that. Uh, 
have yourselves guys a uh, great Thanksgiving, and we'll see you then. Bye. Actually, when he just calls out, it'll be after Thanksgiving, but you know what I